Welcome back to High Hope Sportscast. Uh, trying to do a surprise show. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't post that we were going live. Uh, it's kind of a spur of the moment thing, uh, midday thing instead of uh, in the evening. So, uh, how are you doing this afternoon, JJ? I'm doing excellent, DJ. Uh, thanks for having me once again. Uh, I just want to extend a warm welcome to the viewers, listeners, subscribers out there. Feel free to interact with us during the show and leave your comments and questions on our Facebook, Instagram, and uh, High Hope Sportscast Twitter feeds. So thanks for being here. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so the first thing uh, we have to get to as Vikings fans um, is the whole Harbaugh spiel. Um, so we all know that he talked to the Vikings via Zoom uh, with Cam on Saturday night, and then we flew him to Minnesota from Michigan. Um, he actually got here Tuesday night, interviewed Wednesday. Um, I don't even know how long the interview was, but um, then wait, late uh, Wednesday night, um, I mean, after uh, a full day of sitting there waiting, I'm, I'm checking my phone extra all day, waiting to hear Harbaugh's our next coach. We never got that. Um, late, I don't know, it was like 7, 8 o'clock or so Wednesday night, and it just blew up. And saying, no, Harbaugh is going back to Michigan. And uh, the Vikings didn't even uh, make him an offer. So basically saying thanks, but no thanks. Um, go back to Michigan. I don't I don't know if there was something in that interview that didn't sit well with Tam or what. Um, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that interview. <laughs> and... <laughs> But like they said on Good Morning Football, the I mean it, it's Jim Harbaugh. He's got experience in the NFL, and you can't really I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's Jim Harbaugh for you to you know have that interest in him and fly him here and not even make him an offer that that that's uh. I don't know. That that's a lot to uh, come from an, a brand new G, a GM and Cam uh, to kind of have the guts to not even give Jim Harbaugh an offer and just you know let him walk you know, out the door. You know what I would uh, correlate it to, DJ, is if we offered Aaron or Aaron Rodgers was telling our GM that he wants to play in Minnesota and he came all the way to Minnesota. And it's not so much Aaron Rodgers, but the talent level that Jim Harbaugh has in the coaching realm is similar to an upper echelon quarterback like a Tom Brady or a Aaron Rodgers. And the timeline was that he interviewed from 8 a.m. another nine-hour interview with Cam and the Wilfs and everybody. Jeez. And what me and a few other guys have talked about, even including you, DJ, I think he was a little frustrated. I think he he wanted the job, and I think he felt like he was such a big name in the coaching world that he would just get there and it would be a done deal. But according to Doogie Wolfson, Darren Doogie Wolfson out of KSTP Minneapolis, Channel 5, sports guy, he said around the 3 o'clock hour, so we're talking seven hours into the interview, something did, something went wrong. And they're still trying to identify it. There's a rumor that the small minority owner did not care for Jim Harbaugh. I just don't think that uh, that's going to be the reason. Uh, speculation is they're maybe far apart on the dollars dollar amount. But the thing that really ticks me off is this was Cam's guy. Right, yeah. It, they worked together back in, what was it, 2013, I think, and... Um, you know, it, we all thought the, the ties were there and we, we all thought that there was a very, very high chance that Jim Harbaugh walks out of there wearing purple. Um, but he's still in the Navy blue and yellow. So 
Um, I don't, I don't know. It, it's. Were you it, disappointed, it, it, DJ? Um, to be honest, no. Uh, just because you know, after the simple fact that we that happened and we didn't get them, um, it, it just goes back to what I said before in you know taking a step back and thinking about okay is this really smart to do do you go with what everyone's hyping up about you know oh it's jim harbaugh yeah he's a big name and he yeah he's a good coach i'm not giving that away from him but it's just the simple fact that everyone's so hyped about it and is it really the smart you know smart decision and you got to give Cam credit. He is doing his due diligence and, you know, putting the effort in, giving people a chance. And I don't know. It's It must just not have been the right fit. And like Good Morning Football said, maybe Jim walked in there, you know, on his high horse thinking it was his job to lose and just going in there so confident, like, yeah, I'll get this job, no problem. Maybe he went in there too confident, and he, it, you know, it bit him. I don't know. Yeah, I know we threw around stats like John U. Bacon, the guy that wrote his book, and they were corresponding during this whole interviewing process, and he had an 80-20 that he was going to get the job. Now, that's a very that's 80% chance that he would be in Minnesota as the new head ball coach. But Wait, I, really, I thought you said that. I thought you said that that guy said sixty forty that he goes back to Michigan. The the last day on day thirty one, the eight a.m. Oh. when he started interview his his well, the last time he talked to Harbaugh, he was eighty twenty. He was going to be in Minnesota. Oh, so it switched from day to day. Yeah, day to day, the proba- the probabilities went different directions. But uh, mm. when we were going to fly him in, like you said, Tuesday night we flew him in, and that was a timeline that he would be interviewing Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, the tweet came out from John U. Bacon that it was eighty twenty he would be the new Minnesota ball coach. Huh. Yeah, well, those odds didn't work out. <laughs> the twenty percent kicked the eighty uh, percent's butt on that one. Um, and then at the same time that we um, said that Harbaugh is not our coach, um, it, it was, you know, posted that uh, Vikings are expected to hire the Rams offense coordinator, Kevin O'Connell. So th- he's been in our, our radar the basically the whole time. Um. I don't know about you. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, the deal obviously can't be finalized until after the Super Bowl um, because he is in the Super Bowl with the Rams. But uh, I mean, this is—I guess this is what I wanted the whole time. Um, he's a young, offensive-minded coach. He's 36 years old, and I wanted a young coach just like Sean McVay, and who else better than Sean McVay's offensive coordinator. I I just, from what I have been saying that I wanted before Zimmer even got let go, this is kind of a perfect scenario. This is exactly what I wanted. So I I hope uh, Kevin O'Connell works out if indeed he is going to be our next head coach, but it's looking like that. So um, I just hope he comes here and he figures out how to win football games and uh, tries to get us in the best spot to get that Lombardi trophy to the Twin Cities. Well, DJ, I got a news flash rumor alert. Uh, there are talks out in L.A. that if Sean McVay wins the Super Bowl, that he might be possibly stepping away from the L.A. Rams due to health concerns. Sean McVay? Yes. What this this was released last night, and there is a small probability that Kevin O'Connell would be next in line for the head coaching job in LA. Wouldn't that be like the Vikings franchise to have something just implode like this again? Who would we have in, on the line 
for 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 opportunity to interview everybody's been hired i mean we we saw raheem morris the defensive coordinator for the rams he'd be our next available or you, or you call up jim get jimmy back and you know offer him a little more than what you you kind of were thinking before you didn't give him an offer i don't know <laughs> Now, these these are just rumors, DJ, but I thought it was interesting that that was floating around last night, and it just but, puts more anxiety in Minnesota Viking fans. I'm behind Kevin O'Connell. I know we wanted to mention that Mike Pettin would be rumored as a defensive coordinator, and he's had three positions in the league. The latest position was 2020 with the Green Bay Packers. So the guy can coach defense. There's no doubt about it. He's also with the Jets. He was a head coach in Cleveland Browns. And yep. this year he was a senior de- defensive development planner for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, anyone's better than Kubiak. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't join the circus. That would have been... the perfect place for him but he ended up going to denver well did you know some stats dj about our offense we had the most three and outs in the league which means you take the ball on possession and you go first down second down third down punt or turnover most three and outs in the league that's one of the worst statistics you can have as an offense uh, as a group that goes back to what we said you know way back in the season you know when we first started the show and you know the this whole Kubiak offense and it's third and say it's third and 16 and you decide to call a screenplay or run the ball what the hell are you doing that that's not going to get you 16 yards so yeah i understand that we're the worst team in the nfl for going three and out with with that offensive play calling is just ridiculous also our third down percentages were 36 percent which was 26 out of 32 in the league now do we want to put that on kirk cousins's shoulders or does that go more on clint kubiak's shoulders hmm it's hard it's really hard to tell but i know a lot of kirk haters out there would put it on kirk cousins I know I've been in a few arguments this week on Twitter with Kirk Stans and Kirk haters trying to to decipher the information that was released on the Viking offense as a whole. But you're right, DJ. We talked about this. What are we doing on third downs this year? We talked about it week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Just little dump off passes, or or you decide to run the ball. I mean, yeah, I understand that we have one of the best. Uh, running backs in the league, but that's that's a pretty gutsy call when you call a run play that many times on third and long. Maybe I could see it on like third and three, but yeah, on those third and elevens, third and you know, at, at least third and five and up, I I I I wouldn't be calling a running play. I don't think um, even with Delvin Cook in the backfield, I I don't know, but. I don't know. It, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I did not know that um, thing about Shaman Vey about possibly stepping away because of health reasons. I don't know. Obviously, I haven't heard about that, so I don't know what kind of uh, health problems he has. Well, the rumor was related to high-stress situations involved in coaching that is affecting his health, his physical health. Huh. He's And he's a young guy. I know, but if you remember, I know the guy you don't like, Urban Meyer, he had to step away because of health reasons due to coaching, and there was another coach, uh, Gary Kubiak was another one that Mm. coached in Houston and Denver that stepped away because I think he actually had a heart attack or a stroke while he was coaching. Yeah, I was watching that game. I remember that. I I saw him drop to the ground. Yeah, that was scary. Mm -hmm. I think they pulled him away on... I don't know if it was a stretcher or just a hospital bed, but yeah, that that, that was definitely uh, scary. <clears throat> but another thing, uh, we lost our special teams coach this week too. 
He got hired away. Uh, I'm trying to think what team he went to. Did you see that, DJ? Yeah, yeah he went to the Chargers. Yeah, L.A. Chargers. That's right. Ryan Ficken, I think his name is. Yep. 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 Ryan Ficken. So I thought our we had two returns for a touchdown this year. I I think we blocked a couple punts even on, as a special teams group. Yeah. Um. So I I guess we'll we'll move on. I just want to say that uh, I'm I'm excited for the O'Connell hire and. I just hope that uh, Tam made the right decision on this one, but it's looking like it's going to be an exciting one coming from uh, the Sean McVay tree. Um, and it's exactly what I wanted. So um, next we're going to uh, get our thoughts on the Washington commanders, uh, new name and uniforms. Uh, let's take a look at these. I, I think they look pretty sweet. Um, uh, especially the the burgundy ones. Um, but the only thing is, is uh, I mean, a lot of people don't really like to name commanders. Uh, I was definitely I was uh, going for the red tails. That's what I kind of wanted the whole time. But um, and the the logo. I mean, they they kind of kept it the same. From you know when there was Washington football team, they just kept it at W, and then they they did add a, a circle um, one where it was you know established in 1932. Um, but they I don't know they they look pretty sweet the the uniforms and um, I do want to go back to when it was supposedly leaked uh, a couple months ago I believe where someone said that they were going to be called the Washington Admirals. So either that guy was wrong or they decided to change their mind because it was leaked. Or like we just we said a couple months ago, maybe it was just to throw everyone off. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJ, I think the Commanders is is a cool name. Uh, not what I was not what I was expecting. No, but the layout they got on that awesome graphic you got shown here, the jerseys and helmets, um, real cool, real modern, real authentic. I'm sure a lot of people that ha is uh, has the Washington Commanders as their favorite team will rush out and buy plenty of jerseys. So, oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, and I was right that they stuck, they stuck to the the same color scheme, and then they they added the black jerseys uh, or black uniforms. So um, I don't think anyone else in the team has different colored helmets. I don't think. So th this might be the first team where they can uh, alternate uh, colored helmets. Yeah, maybe that, I mean, maybe that'll be just the color rush. I don't know. <clears throat> just an alternate for big game or special games, maybe like during uh, the month of, I believe it's the month of October when they do the Veterans and the Armed Services Month. Uh, that's November. Or, yeah, sorry, November. I think October is, uh, it, it used to be breast cancer, well, it is breast cancer awareness month, but I think, you know, in the NFL, they kind of do, um, you know, cause for all types of things. Uh, that's a lot of times where people do, you know, my cause, my cleats, where they focus on a, uh, a certain um, cause out there and kind of put it on display on their cleats, so... <laughs> But uh, I don't. Yeah, I I don't uh, necessarily dislike the name. It's just like you said, it, it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah, uh, and and I think a lot of people are saying that it's kind of original. Um, I, I I see that too on, on that point of view. Um, but I, I think they should have done something else with the logo at least uh they just kept it as a w but i don't know sometimes when 
when you try too hard, it, it doesn't work. So maybe they just wanted to keep it uh, minimal and just kept it as a W. So well, maybe uh, if they watch the show, they'll they'll go ahead and create some type of commander logo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> maybe a head or who knows what you, you could. Don't you think they could come up with something that's a little more detailed around a commander than just a W? Right. Yeah. That uh, it's kind of boring. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, look at look at Dream Bay. It's just a big G. So, <laughs> well, yeah, they're really boring. <laughs> the cheese heads. Yeah, you could just make it all yellow and then put <laughs> holes in it, and it just be a big cheese helmet. <laughs> Crackers and cheese. There you go. <laughs> oh. All right, and then uh, th this next thing, um, let's see here. Uh, JJ has more on this as uh, we're gonna, he's going to talk about the, the Brian Flores lawsuits against the NFL and some of the teams, so uh, I'll give it over to JJ here quick. Uh, Tuesday, yeah, Brian Flores, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins that was fired, filed a lawsuit that, among other allegations, accused Dolphins owner Stephen Ross Get this, DJ. He was offering $100,000 bonuses to the, the coaching staff for each Dolphins loss in 2019 to improve their draft status. And if you haven't heard, Hugh Jackson from the Cleveland Browns has come out with allegations against the Cleveland Browns for similar uh, investigations on influencing win-loss records with financial gain so uh today uh thursday uh ross denied flores's claims that he offered six-figure bonuses of course ross indicated that the dolphins will cooperate with the nfl investigations so uh the two things that are really going on here is that of course um the second thing i wanted to touch on was the hiring in the new york jets that Brian Dable was hired, the offensive coordinator from the Buffalo Bills. But get this, DJ, uh, Bill Belichick, the coach of the New England Patriots, texted Brian Flores by mistake with congratulatory text messages saying he heard he had gotten the New York Giants head coaching job. And Brian Flores looked at his text and said, well, are you sure we're talking about the same thing here? I haven't even interviewed yet. That's not until Thursday. How could they possibly have given me the job without an interview? And uh, Bill texted, Bill Belichick texted back with some expletives that he messed up using the swear word. I really effed up. I got the wrong thing here. It's supposed to be Brian Dable. Sorry about that. So that text message thread that's out on the internet, you can go find it anywhere. Just text, uh, search Bill Belichick texting Brian Flores. And uh, basically that pushed Flores over the edge. And now he's unloading all of his frustration, what he went through in 2019 when the owner, Stephen Ross, was paying him incentive to lose. And now the, there's a thing in the... NFL called the Art Rooney rule from Pittsburgh. He used to be the Pittsburgh Steelers owner. And he has passed away since that became a thing. But you have to hire, uh, interview at least one minority for your group of interviews for a new position on the team in the head coaching or any coaching area. So Brian Flores feels like he has been that guy for teams such as the Giants, the Broncos, and now with the Dolphins. So he has filed lawsuit for discrimination with those three teams and the NFL and is also blowing this incentivization for losing for draft status. And like I said, Hugh Jackson, the coach that coached with the Cleveland Browns and the Oakland Raiders, has also come out saying this incentivization exists in the NFL. I just want to get your comments, DJ, on some of this, and then we can wrap it up on that point. 
Um, I don't really know. It, it, it like I told you before, it, it's it's a touchy subject. Um, uh, I don't. Uh, there, there's certain things I agree with, and certain things I, I don't know necessarily don't. But, um, the whole thing with, um, I, I don't remember if you, uh, mentioned this or not, but, um, the Dolphins owner. Um, offering Flores um, $100,000 for each loss uh, to um, get a better draft pick, basically. And then um, during the offseason, I don't know what year it was, but um, they he had went to, uh, I think it was a marina or something, to meet with the owner. And the owner had brought a free agent quarterback to this meeting. Oh wow! Um, before free agency started, so that was um, in violation. So uh, accordingly, according to Brian Flores, he, you know, said, "I'm not going to have any of this. I, I'm not going to be a part of this." He left right away. Um, so <clears throat> that that I can agree with. With, with you know. Him calling out the the Dolphins owner for doing those two things, uh, that, that's kind of shisty, if you want to call it that. Uh, it, I don't I don't agree with that, and I don't agree with you know kind of rigging your your season and wanting to lose and pay, uh, you know, willing to pay the coach extra money under the table to make sure that happens. I, I don't. I don't agree with that. Doesn't that kind of tick you? It really ticks me off if this is true and that's what they're really doing. It just and, ticks me off, man. And Brian Flores was I don't think he um he went for that. He didn't he's not like okay, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure we lose these games. Um because I think what I, I was hearing was the owner wanted that first round pick to go get Joe Burrow. That's right. That's right, DJ, and they there is a 20-minute video with Greenberg, Mike Greenberg from ESPN Get Up, and they got both lawyers and Flores, and if you want to hear more about this topic, I suggest you search that on YouTube or on the internet, Google, whatever, and just take a good listen to what's really going on behind the scenes at these franchises because I can't really tell you I don't want to get into the meat and potatoes too much I just give you a quick overview and like I said this is kind of a tough topic to cover here especially uh, the world we're living in so right exactly that's kind of why I was even iffy to put it you know put it in the show but um, it it is a one of the biggest headlines in the NFL right now um, other than obviously the Super Bowl but um, we got another week and a half till that game, so um, I guess we'll we'll kind of keep an eye on this this story, and uh, if anything else big uh, pops up, we'll uh, probably mention it on uh, future episodes. So, um, in other uh, news, our uh, our former <laughs> offensive coordinator. Clint Kubiak gets hired by the Denver Broncos as their new quarterbacks coach. Thank you, Denver, and thank you, Matt Staffiero, out there Hallelujah. In, in Broncos country. <laughs> uh, have fun with uh, Clint Kubiak, uh, unless you get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it, that ain't going to phase Aaron Rodgers if Clint Kubiak says quarterbacks coach Aaron Rodgers did probably be his own quarterbacks coach (laughs) (laughs) you know what just crossed my mind DJ doesn't that really lead to a possibility of Kirk Cousins winding up in Denver uh I mean I I it I already think that well I didn't think that Kirk Cousins was going to go to Denver but I don't know. I, I honestly, to 
be honest, I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Bronco next year. You do. That, that's yep. That's what I think. And the um, Kirk Cousins, I I don't know. That's up in the air. I have no idea. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know what to think. Uh, I don't know what Kevin O'Connell is going to want when he gets here. And I don't know what Cam thinks about the Kirk Cousins situation yet. So I think he's kind of wanting to get the new coach in the office and get him situated and then kind of go from there to figure out what, what they're going to do uh, with Kirk. But, it, I mean, it's possible Kirk going to Denver. Um, I don't really know if Clint Kubiak and Kirk Cousins were close or not, but. Uh, I mean, they had to have been somewhat. They're, you know, OC and quarterback. So, um, do you think that Kirk Cousins didn't go to Denver? Well, listen, DJ, I got a list of teams here that I compiled. Uh, number one, Carolina Panthers, possible. Cleveland Browns, still a possibility reuniting with Stefanski. Of course, we just talked about Denver Broncos. Recently vacated jobs due to retirement, Pittsburgh Steelers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I don't, New Orleans Saints is on the list because they do need, have a need at quarterback, but they're $75 million over the cap right now. There's no way they're going to be able to afford Kirk. And the last one, yeah, right. And the last one was the Washington Commanders. Only quarterback they have on the roster is Taylor Heineke. Get this two. Point nine million salary. Jeez, you know, how, you know how low that is, DJ. Right, we're looking at paying Kirk forty-five million if we stay on the trajectory we're on, and we're twelve million dollars over the cap. Yeah. So look, I have been going round and round with a couple guys about Kirk Cousins. I call this the new term I come up with. DJ is the Mike Zimmer effect. And Rick Spielman. And Rick Spielman. I mean, they brought Kirk to be the savior. It didn't happen. Mm -mm. But he's a top 15 quarterback in the league. We're kind of caught with our hands behind the back. I think he gets traded, DJ. I'm... Yeah, I guess it's hard to tell because we have a new GM. We don't know... We don't yeah. know how, how he thinks yet and so but he he's obviously a smart guy and he does his due diligence. We saw that with the Harbaugh thing. So um I I kind of this early I kind of it's hard for me to say it, but I I, I trust him in, in his decision making already. Um a, a little bit. I mean he hasn't he's only been here I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks, but um yeah, if, if you if you go through two nine hour interviews, especially with one of the biggest names in coaching candidates in Jim Harbaugh, and then don't even make him an offer, I mean th- there's gotta be something there he didn't like. So if it was any other NFL team, I think Jar- Jim Harbaugh gets the job, to be honest. Well listen, DJ. Do you think the word full-on rebuild was brought up later in the day? And they're going to, like we, you and I have texted about, they're going to get rid of Harrison Smith and Anthony Barr but keep Kirk Cousins around? Wasn't that, uh, wouldn't that tick you off? Yeah. Do you want to go on full rebuild? To lose Harrison Smith? I mean, Anthony Barr, is, it's kind of a different story. Um, he, He's kind of injury-prone. So it wouldn't it wouldn't really break my heart that much to lose Anthony Barr. Right. Um, but to lose Harry the Hitman, uh that that would take a a big blow to our defense and our secondary and 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 Tendricks. Uh those are the two on defense I don't want to ever see go. Harrison Smith and Eric Tendricks. Well, what's your thought on Daniel Hunter, DJ? Uh, he, he's kind of injury prone too, but yeah. he, I don't know. He, he's, he's good. Uh, he's another one I, I 
would like to not see leave as well. Um, I just want to see him stay healthy. <laughs> well, I just got a quick scenario for you. Uh, there's talk on the Twitter Viking fan base. Um, do we keep the superstar talent only and wipe the slate clean and do a full-on rebuild with Kevin O'Connell? Or do we keep bits and pieces? I don't know. I just think, number one, we got to solve the salary cop issue first, and we got to decide what we're going to do with Kirk Cousins' contract. The only way we can keep Kirk viable is if we extend him and alter his salary. Otherwise, it's it's like four guys for the price of one with Kirk Cousins. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I I say no. I I do not want to go through a rebuild. I really don't. Uh. I guess my. I mean, even if we get rid of Kirk, don't we still have to pay him that forty-five million? We can trade him without having to keep the the contract on the books. But if we cut him or if we keep him, the only way to change that cap hit is to extend him or do some type of bonuses. Or Like Rob Brzezinski is the cap guru for the Vikings, and he's been in on the committee to hire Kevin O'Connell with Cam. So I think... It's I, I don't want to say it out loud, but I think Kirk Cousins is going to be extended or traded. Those are pretty much the two options that the Vikings have at this point. I mean, I, I don't know. In, in my opinion, it, it, it's easy solution. Trade him. Throw, throw out, you know, um, throw it to teams, you know, hey, I'm looking to trade Kirk. What, you know. I'll give you a couple of days to think about and uh, some packages. Let me know. Let Cam do his magic. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, then, DJ. You know, if they, they call back with packages and like, mm, yeah, I like part of it, but here's my counter offer. There you go. Take it or leave it. What's so, the lowest draft pick you would take for Cousins, DJ? Mm, I mean, it depends on what else is in there, but. Yeah. Uh, and it depends on how desperate that team is for a quarterback, I guess. Um, the low, well, the highest round draft pick I would take would probably be a four. I wouldn't, if, if someone offered a five or up, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't take it. So you mean like five through seven, you'd probably pass, but the lowest you would go would be a four. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of, you You and I are kind of in the same ballpark. I'd probably have to say a three, third rounder higher, third, second, or first. I mean, if it was a fourth rounder or, or even a third rounder, some, there would have to be something else in the package, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm sure we'll be... Uh, we can't even talk about this stuff really till we get Kevin O'Connell in the building. This is all speculation, you know. Right, exactly. I mean that, that it's our opinion. So that's the fun part, though. Yep. And then later we see uh, how close we were to being right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Some other coaches. Uh, well, one more coach. Um, Doug Peterson. Uh, he was uh, the Super Bowl champion coach uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles back in uh, Super Bowl 52. That was in our house. Oh. And they annihilated us in the NFC Championship game. Oh. Uh, he was hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars last night. Um, as much as I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate Doug Peterson at all. I just, I kind of just despise him just because he was on that Eagles team and you know, we should have had a home Super Bowl and, you know, you know what I'm feeling. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think he's going to do good there. Doug Peterson with uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I, I think uh, he'll definitely do better than Urban Meyer did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why does this guy still got a job? 
Urban right. Meyer. <laughs> uh, so one thing, one thing well, I wanted to add to DJ is it sounds like uh, GM old GM Spielman's going to land a higher level job with Jacksonville. And he has let it be known that if he would have been staying in GM position in Minnesota, that Doug Peterson was his guy. How would you feel about that, DJ? I said it from the beginning. I don't want Doug Peterson. I mean, he's a good coach and all, but I don't want him on my team. I so I'm I'm thank God, Rich is done because I I'm happy we didn't get Doug. So maybe. I don't know. This just dropped last night, so maybe Rich is already in there. And be like, Doug's my guy. Maybe that was part of the hiring process. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll take your high position job, but you have to hire Doug Peterson as the next head coach. It's a possibility. Good old boys hooking up. Good old boys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how uh, Peterson does in Jacksonville next year. Uh, and the next thing, uh, we all know that Jimmy G is going to uh, get traded eventually. Uh, where do you see him playing next year? What, what destination makes the most sense to you, JJ? Well, thanks to NFL rumors, uh, profootballrumors.com, they have compiled a list for Jimmy G. And they start out in Washington Commanders and the circus – Matt Rule in Carolina and Tom Brady's retirement for Tampa Bay. Drew Brees, is, they haven't found a successor in New Orleans. Steelers don't have a viable starter after Big Ben retired and, of course, the Broncos. So, out of all those teams, DJ, I would have to put my finger on Carolina. Matt Rule would tie his tie his uh, wagon to Jimmy G, and then there would be a full on quarterback competition. But if you get a guy like Jimmy G, who's had success in the playoffs but just can't quite seem to win the big game, out of all them teams, I would see him possibly going to Carolina Panthers. Um, what what I'll say is probably. I don't know, it might shock you or might not, but I I see Jimmy G. Th- this is if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers. Oh, okay. I see, I see Jimmy G going to Green Bay. Wow, really? That is hot off the press. Because <laughs> when I was researching that article, they are, there are very high iterations that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Bronco in Denver. Mm-hmm. That that's what I think too. So, uh, I mean, I feel like uh, Rogers is headed to, to Denver. So that means I see Jimmy G going to Green Bay. Well, definitely, all, like 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 we said, it's all speculation. But that that's just what I, you yeah. know, my opinion. So, I like it. <clears throat> and uh, I mean. We we know we already know for sure he's not going to be bad as a 49er. We we know that it, it's kind of mutually agreed upon between the team and him. So, and, and he said that he wants to go somewhere where they're they're ready to win. Uh, I mean, Green Bay is pretty dominant, so that's a pretty good spot for Jimmy G to to actually want to be. So, <clears throat> I like that call. We'll see. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, with, uh, some coaching, I just wanted to, uh, put this out there that, uh, Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions, uh, he's kind of nervous that the Saints are going to hire his defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn, as their head coach. I, I just saw that, um, you know, a, a quick little tidbit on, uh, NFL.com. Uh, I, I don't have a a story to go with that, but uh, I thought it was interesting. I knew that Aaron Glenn was a candidate for that Saints job, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll see um, what what the Saints do. I think uh, 
Uh, what's his name? The the in the there was a guy that was already on the Saints staff that was um, interviewing Dennis, for the job. Dennis Allen. Yes, there we go. I think I honestly kind of think that he'll get the head coach job there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that it, that would be a bad deal for Dennis Allen to take over, take the reins, and just keep doing what they're doing and. They just got to find a quarterback that they're going to be able to run their op- that offense with. Right. And it ain't going to be Simeon or, or Taysom Hill. I mean, I've we've covered Taysom Hill already before in previous episodes, and he's he's not a, a good – he's a good player, but he's not a full, full – a good full-on QB full-time. He, it, we've seen that this year, so. <clears throat> uh, and then – um, going back to San Francisco, um, just quick little thing. They they do want to get uh, extensions done for Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa. So uh, look for those two guys both to uh, get paid before uh, next season. And I mean, they both uh, definitely kind of deserve it. So they're, they're hell of players. So um, this next thing, uh, which is pro- um. One of our last things we're going to cover here is who do you see as the next quarterback to take over for Brady in Tampa Bay? I know we kind of, uh, you kind of uh, <laughs> covered this last episode when you, you uh, kind of misunderstood of me passing the torch, but um, I don't know if your opinion is uh, different from then till now. So uh, what's your thoughts on this, JJ? Well, the beat writer for Tampa Bay did float out Kirk Cousins' name. Uh, there was thought, thoughts and rumors of Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks. And possibly, you know, why not Jimmy G in Tampa Bay? I know th- there's also rumor of Aaron Rodgers. I don't uh, think he'll go there. I don't think he'll want to, to take over for Brady. I don't think he that's. Uh, that's not Rogers. I think he wants to go to the AFC, but at, when, when I start analyzing the NFC and you take away quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are the NFC, doesn't that make it a lot easier if, if you're a team in the NFC to try and make a playoff run when those two big names are gone? And then Rodgers would want to go to AFC West with Derek Carr, Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes. I think maybe <laughs> Rodgers wants more more competition. I don't know. Maybe he just – I know he does, doesn't want to do a rebuild. I don't – I'd say they're going to retool in Green Bay. But, but anyways, back to Brady, it's just who would want to step in and fill those shoes? Pretty big shoes to fill, so <laughs> right. Um, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I, I definitely don't see Rogers going there. Like, I, like I said, that's not. I don't think that's him. That's not him as a even a, a person. He, I don't, I can't see him going in to take over for Brady. Um, uh, Jimmy G does make sense, but I, I kind of said if you know Rogers leaves, that I see him going to Dream Bay, but. Russell Wilson is uh, a possibility there um, if he does leave Seattle. Um, I don't. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, those are the only three that came to my mind. Was maybe Rogers, Jimmy G, and uh, Russell Wilson. So yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Maybe they're going to keep Kyle uh, Trask or Trask. And uh, just kind of go with him, but going from Tom Brady to him in one year, I I don't know that 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 that'd be a bold strategy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then after that, um, I did see something on Skull North um, to stay with the 49ers here. Uh, that a possibility, a rumor, trade, I don't know what you want to call it, um, or if there's any truth to it at all, but it's just something I saw. Um, 
a possibility trade that sends Kirk Cousins to San Francisco uh, and sends Trey Lance to Minnesota. Uh, I don't know how I would feel about that uh, just because we haven't really saw much of Trey Lance. We, we, we know he's mobile. So that that's a plus that I've been preaching that all season. We need a, a mobile quarterback. So that's a plus, but we, we just don't know um, how well he's going to develop and everything. So I, I don't know. I, I would, I wouldn't uh, decline the idea, but I just, uh, I, I kind of have my, my doubts and I don't know if I would want to risk that and, end up being a bust. I don't know if you or how you uh, feel about that. I think it would be great. You know, Trey Lance grew up in Marshall, Minnesota, and his dad, Carlton, played Canadian football, and he went to Southwest State, Southwest Minnesota State University, the Mustangs in Marshall, and was an All-American defensive back. But he did end up Instead of going to the University of Minnesota, he went to North Dakota State University, Bison, and got a national championship, kind of following in like uh, Carson Wentz. But you realize the 49ers give up three first-round draft picks to draft that kid. Uh, yeah. I, I think Kyle Shanahan was uh, really – he really wanted that guy – but I I don't know I, I don't know if he's changed his mind he's not really unless that that is his whole um, idea is you know trading Jimmy G and not necessarily getting a quarterback back for for him um, just getting either draft picks for him or um, other pieces to the the puzzle there in San Francisco and then uh, just riding out and going with Trey Lance as the the starter from here on out. I mean that that would that yeah. would kind of be the smart idea. Yeah. But it could change the whole outlook of that offense. They suddenly mm-hmm. have a Cordero Patterson like player in Debo Samuel, uh, a triple headed monster who's a good guy in the return game. He plays receiver and running back, a triple threat. Then you put a quarterback that can throw accurately and has blazing speed. With that uh, carousel of running backs that they have out there in, in in San Fran, boy, that could be exciting. And who better than to have the son of Mike Shanahan? Uh, what's his first name? Who Kyle's Shan- dad? Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mike is his dad. Yep. And he was the big Denver running back carousel guy out in Denver. But yeah, who better to have? Kyle Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Who better to have than Kyle Shanahan holding the reins to that offense? It just it gets me excited about Kevin O'Connell even more, DJ. You realize McVay and Shanahan, and there's one more, and O'Connell, they all work together under Jay Gruden in Washington. And they're all having success as they started their own venture, a floor. Matt LaFleur was the third one. So oh, was- yeah. Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, and McVay, Sean McVay, were all three under the tutelage of Jay Gruden. How cool would it be if O'Connell brought in Jay Gruden as the offensive coordinator? Mm, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I didn't – I never really cared for Jay Gruden when – he was coaching in Washington. I just, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> that 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 would be. I don't know. I I don't. I honestly don't even know how to feel about that. You kind of caught me off guard with that. I, I that's a <laughs> name I haven't heard in a long time is Jay Gruden. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the Grudens kind of gotten written off in the league now after what happened with John? Um. I, if I'm not, um, if I'm remembering correctly, I think Jay Gruden didn't, I mean, he didn't leave like his brother did. 
No, um, no. but I don't. I don't think Jay Gruden left on good terms as as well. If I remember correctly, I don't know what the deal was. It was a while ago, but I just don't think he had the results as a head coach. But he was a great offensive coordinator with Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. They got to the playoffs every year with Andy Dalton. They just could never win the first round game. Finally, they bring in Lottie Dodd, Joey Burrow, the cigar smoking animal, <laughs> Joe Burr. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know, DJ. There's so many possibilities that we can speculate about the next couple episodes before we finally get to see the introductory press conference, more rumors of hires and more rumors of players. And I don't know if you saw any of the Pro Bowl stuff last night, but our boy Jet sure performed to the best of his abilities. Yeah, I I didn't watch any of it. I I caught some... uh... Uh, clips on facebook and instagram uh him and kirk uh throwing balls around and yeah some crazy catches and jumping over victor the viking and (laughs) (laughs) did you see the digs catch where he jumped off the top of the stand onto a table and caught the ball like they they celebrate out in bill's mafia out in buffalo yep i saw that that was kind of cool. <laughs> Are you going to be watching the Pro Bowl at all, DJ? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really – I've honestly not, haven't watched it in a few years at least. So, I don't know. I, I honestly think that the like the little games and stuff, the, the week leading up to it is actually more entertaining than the actual Pro Bowl itself. Yeah, the Pro Bowl skills challenge has really come a long way. Yeah, and then Russell Wilson, he uh, looked like he put up a a good score in the precision passing competition. Well, he's just putting his talents on display to to land somewhere big. Maybe maybe he'll come to Minnesota. Oh man, that would be sweet. Him and JJ. <laughs> oh man. So someone did a line to uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Let's get Russell over here. Kirk for Russell straight up. <laughs> I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll do that, but <laughs> we'll throw on maybe a first round pick. Yeah, I, I would do that. Kirk and a first rounder for Russell Wilson straight up. Let's do it. And and obviously they have to take Kirk Cousins full contract with them. Oh for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would that would definitely be sweet see Russell over here with Thielen and Jefferson and Cook and Irv Smith Jr. and oh man get the band back together like they're gonna say I I talked last night to my brother about this and how much did we, we miss Irv Smith Jr. last year compared to what Tyler Conklin put up what would have Irv Smith Jr. put up right but I mean, you, know, you never know. But I I do like um, how Tyler Conklin came in and filled in. He he did a hell of a job, and uh, I think that he I mean he's worthy of a starting tight end position. I I believe. Well, he's definitely yeah. worthy of another contract. Yeah, and it's just uh, a matter of fact if he wants to stay here and be Irv Smith Jr.'s backup. Or if he's like, well, you know, I had a good season. I- I'm worthy of be- of being a starter, so I'm going to, you know, kind of put out feelers and see if I can get a starting gauge somewhere else. Yeah, I don't blame him. That's one position that the Vikings do groom well is the tight end position. Yeah. yeah look at, we have we had Rudolph, uh, which I don't – I didn't agree with getting rid of him. And then Irv, Irv Smith Jr., Tyler Conklin, all, all three good tight ends. Basante Shanko with Favre. Yeah. Steve Jordan back in the day. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I guess that kind of wraps up our show here. Um, like I said, we, we kind of did a little different. We didn't we didn't post about it. Uh we kinda it just a spur of the moment thing in the middle of the day. Uh, we both had the time, so we thought uh, we would 
just kind of do a sporadic thing and see how it goes. Uh, so our next episode, uh, we'll have uh, more news around the league, and uh, we might dive into a little uh, Super Bowl coverage uh, as we get closer to the Super Bowl here uh, next Sunday, the 13th of February. Uh, I'm getting excited for the Super Bowl. Um, so make sure you uh, come check out our next show uh, and make sure to follow, like, and uh, subscribe to our social media pages and our YouTube channel. Um, just like the ticker is on the bottom there, the link is down in the description. So just click that. All of our links are in there. Uh, so go check us out. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. See ya. Peace.